Welcome to the Penguin Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tate. We have a great show for you this week. The main event is the modern master of the sleeve. Jeffrey Wong is my guest. We discuss how he got his start in this esoteric art, what he's doing now, and his prep for the IBM convention. Nick Lacapo stops by the show to discuss the feature product of the week from Nathan Cranzo. Before all of that, I thought we would kick things off with a quickfire segment that's been a long time coming. Last year at Magic Live, I interviewed Preston Nyman and wanted to find out about the magic he never leaves the house without. This week, that mystery is finally revealed. I sat down with Preston for a segment we call The Everyday Carry. Preston Nyman, thanks so much for joining me here on the Penguin Magic Podcast for The Everyday Carry. All right, you're going out to get groceries. You're going to go meet a friend for coffee. What magic do you not leave the house without? What's your everyday carry? Well, I mean, I, I was just trying to work out what it would be. I think because I don't perform necessarily unless I'm going to meet magicians. Yeah. It's not, other than a deck of cards, there isn't a huge amount that I'm like, I'm going to get great reactions with this. I'm going to kill with it, you know, because like, that's not what I'm striving for. However, if I'm going to meet magicians, so the things things I carry generally, actually, Mm -hmm. if I'm not meeting magicians, if I'm just hanging out with people, Mm -hmm. is um, my ESP cards that I spoke to you about on the five... If under you, five. Yeah, if you've never seen Preston's ESP cards, it's really nice stack of like ESP cards that are printed on like a really nice business card stock and it's a very fooling routine where they look at an ESP symbol and you know what it is under increasingly possible conditions and it's a, it's a nice multi-phase routine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very happy with it and again, it's sort of, I think we've spoken about this before but like mm-hmm. the sense of um, you destroy the method every time which yeah. is something that I really love so by the time you get to the third stage i mean lay people have no idea but magicians also have no idea because any method that they would have yeah i I kind of tend to destroy the methods in like quite a silly way where you're like well obviously it's not that but it could um it could have been that hypothetically but magicians know what you're doing and they know you're kind of tipping the method Mm -hmm. but then by the time you get to that third one no no one has any idea what you're doing and it is as like you see the pro actually that's a really fun one show to magicians because you see the process of them like I had this with you yeah. going through when you're in the middle of that last stage thinking, okay, well, obviously you're not just going to be able to tell me what the card is because then I'll be fooled. Mm-hmm. So let me try and backtrack and think about what you've done and think about maybe what you're going to do and then multiple outs or whatever. So that when you, every time when you can reveal the card mm-hmm. at like the most impossible moment, you get this look from magicians of yeah. like, okay, well, you got lucky. You got lucky because I picked the square. Yeah. You know, you know, and it's not, you can hit it every time. It's a weird thing that happens to you when Preston's doing this trick to you where you're like, you start off and you're like, I kind of know where this is going, but this clearly matters to him. So I'm going to be polite and watch it. <laughs> and then you get to the last phase and you're like, what the hell just happened? I have no idea how he figured that out. And it's, it's like, it, it's almost like you designed it to be irritating to magicians. 100%. And that's the reason also because I'm very bad at like fleshing stuff out. But yeah. the reason that, that I pushed myself to flesh it into a three-stage thing is so you can, it's kind of, so it is irritating, so you can have that build to it. Anyway, so that is, I mean, that's very nice to uh, hear, but I'm also worried that my, uh, the vibe I'm giving off when I'm doing magic is this clearly matters to him, so I'm going to be polite. No, no, no. You have no idea how much it matters to me when I'm showing someone a magic trick. It's a rare occurrence. It is a very good thing. It's just that it's that thing that happens to you as a magician. Like when you're a magician watching another magician's trick, it's like, I did not mean to insult you that way. Not insulted at all. But it's very much like when you think you, like when you're not being fooled, 
but you're being led down a garden path. Yeah, and sure. You're, and it's that thing where you're like, I need, I, I have to be polite during these two phases because I know he's doing a double <laughs> lift or he's yeah, like, exactly. he's, he's very clearly doing a, a road yeah. runner call or something. Not that either of those are involved in this, but yeah. No. But, it's, but it, then it hits you in the face and you're just like, oh no, oh, oh, that. he just, oh, that dirty so-and-so. But you get their reactions from laymen for one reason and you get it yeah. from magicians for another reason. Yeah. So like laymen really, really go for it. So that, because I'm really proud of it yeah. and because it fits in my wallet, and it's tiny, and also because I've got a ton of them in my cupboard, yeah. that is what I tend to carry around regardless of who I'm seeing. It's a great, the, your ESP effect is, can, can actually, can you, you. we keep saying your ESP effect, what is the name of it properly so e people? ESP testing set. And you, can, yeah. you actually can't, I mean, can I say where you can get it from? Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You, you can't get it that many places because I've kind of just done it all myself is my favorite way of doing mm -hmm. it. Um, but you can get it from... Mazel magazine, M-A-Z-E-L magazine.co.uk, um, where you can also get my magazine. That yeah. I carry around with me too, just to flick through. Uh, there'll be a link in the description where you can pick oh, up the EST you. testing kit. And so, so then if I'm going to meet magicians, it will just be, this is, this is quite a strange answer because it, it, annoyingly I can't be like, I'm taking this trick and this trick and this trick, but it'll be whatever I'm working on. Yeah. So at the moment I'm working on a, this is what I've got with me. I'm working on two things. One of them is a, I'm actually reluctant to say, but it, it's a, it's a, a, like principle that I haven't really seen used at all in any mm -hmm. other th there's one thing that uses it in a different way but it's quite a strange principle that's never really used not a magic principle a sort of science principle an optical thing um, and I'm I'm working on something around that and trying to refine that and then also a clear uh, nest of boxes a completely clear nest of boxes mm -hmm. that's, that's um, portable or a signed coin obviously appears in like a nest uh, nesting like totally uh, transparent boxes and I'm working on that so 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 at the moment those are the two things that are like in yeah. my bag wherever I go I can sit on the tube mm -hmm. um, and use that downtime to just like cram in as much thinking about it as I can as much refining because because they're ideas that I haven't like hit on what the best thing is yet yeah. so I'm just trying to work it try, trying to expose myself to it as much as possible and they're currently in my bag in my hotel room, like. Mm -hmm. But it will just tend to be, and especially if I'm going to meet magicians and people I trust, yeah, it will just be whatever I'm tinkering with, because the pressure isn't on performing it. The pressure is just about if I have it with me at all times. When that idea hits, of, oh my god, what if you turned it that way around instead? I'm able to get it out, yeah, stop what I'm doing and like play with it, which is incredibly annoying to be around, maybe. But but that is my everyday carry isn't performance stuff. My everyday carry is stuff I'm tinkering with and um, just trying to get as much exposure to as I can. I love that it's a trick and some advice. Preston, uh -huh. thanks so much for joining us on The Everyday Carry. Thanks to Preston Nyman for being on the show. He has released some wild products with us lately. If you're into deceptively casual mentalism, be sure to give his stuff a look. Now, on to the main event. Jeffrey Wong has been forging a name for himself as one of the premier practitioners of, frankly, some of the most difficult to execute and visual magic the world has ever seen. He blew the magic world away with his release, Now You Sleeve Me, filmed with Shin Lim. His Penguin Live lecture received worldwide acclaim for the brand new concepts he introduced to sleeving. This interview is a little short, and that's because Jeffrey was preparing to compete at the IBM Gold Cups close-up competition, and he wanted to pick my brain on this particular competition since I'm the previous winner of it. This interview is a fascinating look inside the mind of one of the hottest young sleight-of-hand artists on the scene. I sat down with Jeffrey at the IBM convention in Pittsburgh, and now you get to join our conversation. Jeffrey Wong, thanks so much for joining me here on the Penguin Magic Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you because I feel like I've seen your career 
happen from beginning to now? Because I first met you in Los Angeles at the Max yes. event. Mm. I'm excited as well. Uh, I think Nick Lacapo and I have talked about you on the on the podcast because oh you, really yeah because mm. you and I first met at the Penguin Max event in Los yes. Angeles. Mm. It was a long convention. Mm-hmm. It was the end of the day. Nick and I were tired and you walked up and you said, can I do something for you? And you proceeded to destroy us with sleeving. Maybe because you were all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, the stuff you do is so good. How did you, what got you into sleeving? Cause there's, you know, people often say to magicians, oh, it's in your sleeve or something like that. But yes, no one uses their sleeves, but you use your sleeves in a really fascinating way. And there's not many people who do it. What got you into it? Okay, so first of all, um, I didn't choose sleeping. The sleeping chooses me. <laughs> it's like uh, when I was first trying to create more magic, I had a very big sleeve, mm-hmm. like uh, a jacket. Yeah. And it's super big. Yeah. So I can let the coin fall into sleep in any directions. Yeah. Later on, I found out I can do a lot of different ways to sleeve it. And then I, I was trying to... Like uh, make it better because in the if people watch your penguin lecture, which yes. many people have, yes, I think you wear that you wear that sweatshirt in it, right? The one with the very large sleeves, or, or are they the shorter sleeves? It's oh, the a, the one. Uh, it's the the, the, the white hoodie. White, yeah. It's a white marble yeah. jacket. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was the one that mm-hmm. helped me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you start. So sleeving shows you. Yes. So you started with the big sleeves, and then yes. you decided you want to make it better. Now I use regular like uh, suits. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I keep doing sleeving because when and to be honest, everybody says that uh, uh, the magicians hiding things in your sleeve, but no one ever used sleeving. Like yeah. very rare. Yeah. But then I realized that I can actually use it. Yes. Yes, and then sometimes because I've, I've been practicing pretty well, I can roll off my sleeve and still do sleeving. I think that's the part that. That's the part that blew me away because actually the first time I saw you sleeving was actually across the room and I saw it from the back. And so I mm-hmm. saw you toss something from the back of your hand yes. into a rolled up sleeve. Mm-hmm. Where did you first start working on that? Because that's not even something I could even conceive of. Of like, Yeah, just like what I said, I have a super jumbo sleeve. Mm-hmm. I can just let the coin drop into the sleeve from the back easily Yeah, when I have such a big sleeve. And then I would slowly roll off my sleeves. Mm-hmm. I can still do it and then practice, practice. And when I roll up into a very high level, I can still do it. Yeah. And that is how I how it became so it was what saw. sort of iterative. You were work, yes. you were you started with the big sleeve and then you worked on pulling the sleeve further back and further back and yeah. just constant practice. Yes. Is it is it sleeving just kind of come naturally to you? Uh, kind of. Uh, you didn't have to work very hard on it when you, and because there are certain card moves and coin moves that come more naturally to some people. Yes, uh, sleeving just became very natural to me i find every sleeving move that others can do is pretty easy to me now I, you are a very talented sleight of hand artist outside of sleeving mm-hmm. um do you often find yourself using sleeving as the answer to all of your all of a your lot tricks? of things yeah yes i love you sleeving to do with a lot of things like jumbo coins mm-hmm. sharpies mm-hmm. Uh, small objects sometimes uh, cards <laughs> yes but uh, i don't use uh, sleeving as my like uh, regular weapons for mm-hmm. cards magic, but I can do it yeah. know, for fun. Oh, just for fun. <laughs> for fun. I hang out with magicians. I do that. Uh, I don't do that to real people. Now, you and I have spoken a little bit about you have a desire to compete. 
Yes. Because we're, we're, as we're talking, we're here at the, the IBM international mm-hmm. convention. Yes. And you got into the competition two days ago. Kind no, like so, a, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of like, weeks ago, like one or two weeks ago. What, what is your desire to, com- where does your desire to compete come from? So I've been doing things. I've been creating things, but I don't have a title. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. I really want to people to know my name, especially when I'm trying to, uh, uh, when somebody is and introduce me, mm-hmm. they have nothing to introduce. Mm-hmm. I he, like he have, he have never competed in any competitions. The uh, only thing I can introduce is like he has a penguin lecture, <laughs> and no one ever know what is a penguin lecture. Yeah, and how competitive it is how how people how amazing people can go to penguin to do a lecture. Mm-hmm. So I want to get more, uh, more of titles. Yeah, to to more more names. Because you're recognized by people. Because you're working a lot, so you you want you want sort of like a flashier introduction almost. Mm, excuse me. But you want like a like a more. So when you go to do a show, you want an introduction that like has some weight. Yes, it. that's part of the reason, and also part of the reason is because after I graduate from school, mm-hmm. uh, how to say that? I I kind of need a new visa to stay in the U.S. Yes. Uh, yes, you are from China. Yeah, from China, and I, uh, besides student visa, I can do a tourist visa, mm-hmm. but I can I don't want to use tourist visa to stay here for longer, so I'm applying for artist visa. Oh, okay. And an artist visa requires you to have some uh, certain titles. Oh, like a sort of I believe the technical term is alien of extraordinary ability. Yes, which is such a weird term, but uh, no, that is for green cards. Oh, that's for green cards. Yeah, okay. uh, mine's only for artist visa. Oh, the artist visa requires title, like like a kind of you know, like you should have you should be able to like be like oh, I've won this competition. Uh, yes, okay. you have to win something in your mm-hmm. area. Okay, any any kind of like art, mm-hmm. like a drawing, painting, mm-hmm. like anything. There's a magic. I have to. At least have something. The yeah. only thing, it's only a world I have is the penguin magic best <laughs> trick. The best, yeah. Which is the you you your sleeving something from you uh, now you sleeve me was uh, was one the best trick at the Penguin Max convention in LA, yeah. and that is not exactly a title that the Immigrations and Customs accepts, right. as I understand. <laughs> yes, but I still say that in my yeah. profile. Actually, I just mentioned now you sleeve me. That was a project you did with Shin Lim. How yes. did you meet Shin Lim? Uh, his post manager found me. Oh, really? Yes. And we were hand out uh, in a jam in, in California. Sorry to interrupt, but this week the show is brought to you by Invisible Coin from Nathan Cranzo. Nick LaCapo joined me via Zoom to discuss this incredible appearing coin effect. Nick, we're talking about a trick from our buddy Nate Cranzo. This, this is Invisible Coin. Yes. Killer trick. This is a great this killer. One, this one's so much fun to demo and so much fun to do. People freak out on this one. So you you hand out some invisible coins, uh, which are included in the kit when you pick up invisible coin. You get some invisible coins in there. Uh, so you hand them out for examination, and then you have a, a deck of cards and a, a like a pint glass from from a bar, just a standard cup. Um, you put the gar- the cup on top of the deck of cards. So you're like holding the deck and then you put the glass like mouth down on top of the deck. Yeah. And you say, all right, have you examined the invisible coin? They say, yes. So you, you take it from them and you place it on top of the glass, like the, which would be the, the bottom in this case. Uh, and you say, now I'm going to make this invisible coin pass through the bottom of the glass into you know, like th- through the glass and then it's going to land on top of the deck. That uh, that the glass is on top of, 
uh, but obviously you won't be able to see it. So you're going to make them visible as they pass through the glass. So you just smack the the top of the the glass, and then Boom. unbelievably, a coin just magically falls through the glass and lands on top of the deck, just like you said. And when you do that, people freak out. Uh, but you gave them two invisible coins, so you pick you take the other coin, <laughs> place it on top of the deck, and now they're watching even closer, and you do it again. You just tap the bottom of the glass, and a coin materializes as it passes through uh, the glass and lands on top of the deck, and you can hand the coins out for examination. I think the thing that really separates this from a lot of the other sort of like coin-through-glass effects that are out there is how simple the method is because we you know we we're familiar with some other things there's one built into a coaster there's a couple that are built into decks of cards like uh like invisible coin is but they've all got moving parts and and sometimes like you can't like rock up ready to go and do this and with invisible coin if you can slap a glass you can do the trick yeah yeah it's not i mean it's nothing nothing electronic about it this is a pretty old school method yeah it's been, um, it is old yeah. school, but it's been updated with some modern materials to make it more durable. And, you know, you're, you're not having to build it yourself. Because it yeah. used to be that you would just get a sheet of instructions and they'd tell you, go do some arts and crafts. But now it's ready yeah. to go right out of the box. Yeah, you don't want to build this yourself. So it, it is like a, like, I forget how many cards thick we said. The gimmick's like 10 cards thick and yeah. you just add it to the top of your deck. Yep. And that's it. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing else to it. Um and then uh, there's another nice little thing here where you can transform. You can use the same gimmick to transform the quarter. So let's mm-hmm. say you can make a quarter go through the through the glass. After it's uh, you take the glass off and you slide the quarter off the deck and you place it in their hand and it changes into a, a different coin like a penny or something. Yeah. So the, the the gimmick is a little versatile too. You can use it to uh, transform uh, things as as well, which is which is cool. Nathan runs you through all that stuff on the instructional video but it is like a it's kind of like an oddball trick but it's very powerful mm-hmm. um if you were to show it to somebody so it's just a cool way to make some coins appear uh nathan also shows you like a, a trick to do with the coins i believe uh, on the instructional video yeah he's got a whole like this is definitely one of those things that falls into the utility device category but i mean nate doesn't want you to go home like open this up and just have to figure out your own routine so he includes Nice little coin routine where you can like make the coins, you know, make a couple of coins vanish and then he hands them to you and then they reappear and then he does some stuff with the, with the coins. It's a whole thing. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's a pretty complete teacher and uh, this is a pretty complete effect. Mm-hmm. No, this is a good one. Uh, take, take a look at it. Watch the video on Penguin because you'll, you'll, be, you'll be shocked at how visual it is. And when you pick it and when you get it, you're going to have fun performing it. Invisible Coin by Nathan Cranzo. Check it out. That was Invisible Coin by Nathan Cranzo, available at penguinmagic.com. As always, the incredible listeners to this show receive 25% off the feature part of the week when they enter a special discount code at checkout. This week, that code is GHOST. That's GHOST. G-H-O-S-T, just like the Patrick Swayze movie, Ghost, for 25% off Invisible Coin by Nathan Cranzo. That code is only good for Invisible Coin and only good until the next episode of this show airs. Now, back to my conversation with Jeffrey Wong. Actually, I just mentioned Now You Sleeve Me. That was a project you did with Shin Lim. How did you meet Shin Lim? Uh, His post manager found me. Oh, really? Yes, and we were hanging out uh, in a jam in in California. Yeah. And he sent my video to Shen, and Shen was like, oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I think I want to meet this guy. And after we meet, we, we find out that maybe we want to publish this, and we want to do, do a project together. Wow. And he helped me. He filmed the whole thing. And um, 
I edited it myself. Yeah. And he edited the whole trailer. Wow. And we were like uh, working together and he helped me to publish this. And this actually helped me get more attention for people thanks to Shen. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, like what, what was it like? I mean, because you kind of came from no one knew who you were to suddenly you're working with a world champion on your moves. Like what, what were those feelings like for you? It's feeling very good. Yeah. It's like, um, if not, I might him, I might take a much longer step to, yeah. to get people to know my stuff. And, uh, maybe also part of the reason because he's also Asian, so he yeah. might want to help more Asians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I understand. I sort I, of I'm understand. just feeling really good. It's yeah. feeling good. I'm feeling that I'm, and I, on the other side, I'm I'm also willing to help more other kids. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's something I've always admired about you is that like, so I can, I just I I had to tear you away from a conversation downstairs. You were helping out some other younger magicians, and I think that that's something that is so wonderful about you is that you are. As you are trying to forge your own path, you are also trying to help younger magicians at Just the same like time. Just like you doing to me, well, you'll be helping me. Of course, yeah. yeah, no, because as soon as we get done talking, we got I got to see your competition piece because I, I, <laughs> I, I can't be like I found this guy in L.A. and sent him into the IBM convention and not know he's good. Mm. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your magic company because when you and I linked up at FISM, you gave me a really nice close-up pad. Yes, so that is not technically my company. Oh, it's okay. like a company that I've been cooperating with. Yes, uh, it is a small company in China. You mm-hmm. make gimmicks and make some uh, customized things. Um, one of the most famous thing, well known thing that they make is just a close up pad. Yes, and now I'm I've been I've been adding more things into the close up pad, mm-hmm. like adding my logo, my own the size that I want to do. Yeah, because I'm like a CTO of the company. That's what they gave to me. The only the companies <laughs> are like oh my, about six people, six person. Yeah, uh, inside, but we call it company. Is you know, so the so the the pad is the most famous thing, but we have other things coming. We have out a lot from. of things. Uh, What's the company called? It's called Trick. Uh, it directly translates into Trick Magic, mm-hmm. but it has its own name called Trick. It's <laughs> kind of same, yeah. yeah. So uh, can you say it in Chinese? It's yeah, Trick Magic. Trick Magic. Yes. Where can they find? Where can people listening to this find more about Trick Magic? People cannot find it because <laughs> they they don't really do it. So right now, me and the, the boss of the company, which yeah. is a kind of more co- cooperation on on the product itself, and yeah. then we sell my product to somewhere else, maybe the Penguin. Oh, excellent! Absolutely. Yes, I've been sending my pieces to Penguin, and I'll be waiting for. The uh, future cooperation. Oh, that's 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 exciting to hear about. I'll be sure to when I get back to the office after we get done here in Pittsburgh. When you come home with your trophy, obviously. Now we haven't. You uh, haven't no, no, don't say that. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're not I'm gonna... so nervous because I've met a lot of competitors. They're very good. I think that this is going to be one of the best close-up competitions that the yeah, IBM like had. I in almost years. failed to to join this. Like yeah. they're all very good. They're all really good this year. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not talk too much about it. We don't want to freak you out too much or anything. Yes, like as that. far as I know, as far as I know, I've seen some of their acts. Yeah, it's like uh, better than mine. Yeah, but you're real good. Are you? Well, it's like my act. Uh, my like advantage is my originality. Yes, they have better presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because your moves are a lot more visual, and the techniques you're using are things that no one has seen before. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting strategy to go in with. I mean, but the I, technique uh, score is only. Like a very uh, small part of the whole score. It is rating when, when you go in to compete. You got to really think about like the the in, the different rules that they sorry the different competitions weight 
different parts of it yes. differently. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think, uh, so are you going to, you're going to work, what are you going to do tonight to work on your act for tomorrow morning? Uh, tomorrow afternoon, I think. In the afternoon? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> take a good sleep. <laughs> so if, if everything, uh, if something wrong happens, yeah. I can just uh, like impromptu better. I love it. Well, Jeffrey Wong, we're about out of time. Where can people see more of your magic if they want to see it online? Because I know your stuff is so pretty. Where can people see it? Okay, if you can just go to like Instagram yep. and then YouTube, just find Jeffrey Wong Magic. Excellent. I'll put a link in the description down below. Jeffrey, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us Thank here on the so podcast. Thank you so much for inviting. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. Take care. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week, kids. Thanks so much, Jeffrey Wong, for joining me on the show. And thanks to you for listening. A couple of things before we go. This interview was recorded before the IBM convention. And you should know that Jeffrey came home with the People's Choice Award. That is no small feat, and especially when you consider that he was only accepted the competition days before it was set to commence. The IBM convention had probably one of the best close-up competitions in years this year, and I'm so excited to see what more competitors do in that competition. Big shout-out to the winners. The boys from Detroit did very, very well. Congratulations on your win. I look forward to seeing all of you compete more in the future. Next, as you are listening to this, I am headed to Magic Live in Las Vegas. Myself, Nick Lacapo, and Josh Birch will all be around the booth in the dealer's room all weekend, so be sure to come by and say hello. Oh, and with us will be Craig Petty. Do we have a new brand new, a brand spanking new Craig Petty trick dropping at Magic Live? Well, you'll have to come by the booth to find out. Also, I know I've mentioned it before, but our theater is up and running and producing live shows. If you've ever wanted to see me or Nick Lacapo's critically acclaimed live shows, head over to p3magic.com to find out more about how to come to Columbus and see us in our home theater. We got some really cool upgrades last week, and the theater looks gorgeous. The only thing that leaves left for me is to remind you that we're a weekly podcast. So be sure to like and subscribe as well as share your favorite episodes on the social media platform that you've been trying to learn how to use to build a retro arcade cabinet on a Raspberry Pi on. If you wanted to reach out to me about anything on this week's show, you'll probably have to come with me to the 6 p.m. BattleBot show in Las Vegas on Monday, August 7th. I'm not saying that's definitely when I'm going, but I'm not saying that I'm not. And any Penguin fans that want to go watch Robot Combat with me can come here on Witch Doctor or you could go sit somewhere else, Kevin. But if watching 250-pound combat robots get roofed isn't your cup of tea, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Eric Tate. That's at E-R-I-K-T-A-I-T. From me and everyone else at the P3 Magic Theater, practice, practice, perform. Perform.